Welcome into the Rise with Ryan podcast, where we always rise with a why. I'm your host, Ryan Borowski, here to help you raise the bar for your day. And we are continuing with our top 15 most downloaded episodes of all time. Today is the 13th most downloaded episode. And this episode is about the journey that Ashley and I took on our way out of debt. And it talks about how to manage personal finance, how to be successful with it. And this just exploded onto the scene when I released it originally. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, here it is, the 13th most downloaded episode of all time. Welcome to the Rise with Ryan podcast, where we always rise with a why. I'm your host, Ryan Borowski, here to help you raise the bar for your day. And this is episode number 97. And we're going to jump back on our money message here today. I know we took a little bit of break yesterday. If you haven't had a chance to listen to episode 95, The Meaning of Money, Your First Step to Financial Freedom, pause this right now, go back and listen to that first. That is necessary in order to see any change in your financial situation. So what I'd like to do today is share our journey on how we paid off $63,194.81 in debt in nine months and yes, we were exact down to the penny, and that's intentional. You'll see why. And so what I'll do is just walk you through a step-by-step process. If this is something, uh, if you want to pay off debt, this will be very helpful for you. If you just want to change your financial future, this will be helpful for you. If you just want to save up some money, this will be helpful for you really across the board, no matter where you're at. I think you'll find a lot of value in our journey and then how you can apply it to your own life. So let's get started on what we did. I'll just walk you through everything. First thing is find a why and have an I had it moment. And let me explain this a little bit. I merged these two because as I've always said on this podcast, reasons come first, answers come second. What you're gonna find is although we're talking finances today, everything we talk about can be applied to any area of your life. And just like a reason to lose weight, whether it's going to a doctor and they finally say, hey, your test results came back, you need to lose some weight, that's a good reason. Answer comes second, you go to the gym. Same exact thing for finances here. So what's your goal, what's your why? If number two is big enough, number one will be easy for you to accomplish. And we had an I had it moment. What we were doing was sitting at our kitchen table in Nashville, actually Hermitage, Tennessee to be exact there, after we got married in 2016 and we were making payments on student loans and realized that although we were making payments, the loan balance was actually increasing due to interest on that loan. And those payments were being made and we were legitimately seeing an increased balance and our loans were robbing us of our future. And we saw that and we looked at each other like, that's it. We need to have a plan to attack this better. So find your why, find your reason. We also, looking ahead, I mean, we wanted to be able to enjoy life. We love flexibility, being able to travel and see everything life offers. That was our why too, because we knew that managing our finances, getting control of our finances, taking ownership uh, would be huge for us in our future, not to mention the benefit of just marriage in general. It's the number one reason why people get divorced, and we knew we are committed to have an incredible marriage, so we thought, let's go ahead and take control of this. What we did is went to Financial Peace University. Dave Ramsey's put that on. I've mentioned Dave on the show before. I'm not taking any credit for what we did here in terms of the process. This is all Dave, and this was recommended to me by a mentor back in college, And he said, I think every single 
couple should go through this when they get married. And at the time I was interested because I've always been interested in self-growth and things like that, but I never wrote it down. So once we had that I had it moment where our loan balance was increasing, even though payments were going out, I reached out to him immediately on Facebook and I said, hey, I know you recommended this class. It was a few years ago. What was the name of it? He said it was Financial Peace. We found a church in Nashville that was offering it and attended, I think it was every Thursday night at 6 p.m. And there was a group of probably about seven to 10 of us there. Actually, I shouldn't say that. The class started at about 15. Week number two, it dropped all the way down to seven. There was quite a few people who didn't want to acknowledge their financial situation. You could just sense being uncomfortable in the room. And that's not that it's an uncomfortable class. As we walk through here, there's just a lot of reasons why people don't want to address their financial situation. Kind of goes back to our other episode, The Meaning of Money. So we did that. And this made our why even bigger because Dave does an incredible job in that class of just thinking or walking you through the importance of building wealth, what it can do for your family, how you can give to others, how you can change the world. And what we learned from that class was it was a blueprint. And I know we talk about, especially in the coaching realm, everyone's like, why would uh, I listen to you if you haven't gone through it? And I do agree with that because Dave went through bankruptcy. Personally, I prefer not to have to go through that to learn. There's other ways to learn. It's really the premises of this podcast. I want to, if somebody has already gone through that, I'm going to look at them, have them teach me so that I don't have to go through those same mistakes. And that's exactly what Dave does here is he just gives you the blueprint on how to build wealth and how it has helped him in his lifetime. So some of the things that we learned is your greatest wealth building tool is your income and you can't build wealth if your income is coming in and then going out to other people or other organizations for the money that you owe. That was a big takeaway. He also has the baby steps that we plugged into. That was the education part of it. And what's interesting when you look at financial peace in general and the education part is two things. Number one, I would have never really even known about that if I wasn't hanging around the right person who had very good intentions with their finances and then recommended that to me. It's just interesting as things happen in your life and you're thinking, I'm so happy that I had I was connected with that person and they were able to refer me to that. The other part of that is the education part is real and financial peace takes care of all of that for you. We don't know what we don't know. I mean, we learned so many things in that class and you can't put a ton of guilt on yourself if you're not where you are or where you want to be in your finances because you just don't know what you don't know. And sometimes we just need to ground ourselves in knowledge, build up that confidence, and find something, a blueprint that we could just follow and commit to. And that's exactly what that did. So moving on to really our entire journey of those nine months of what we did as a couple, some of the things that I feel had the biggest impact if I miss anything, I'll add it on to the uh, show notes or I'll either uh, or I'll put it on Instagram. So number one, we took ownership, comp- 100% complete ownership of our finances. Dave always says adults devise a plan and follow it. Children do what feel good. I like to say the day we take full responsibility for ourselves and our actions is the day we transition from a child to an adult. We identified our financial situation. We took full ownership of it. And then after that, we identified a target on when we were going to be debt-free. Hear me out on this. If your goals don't scare you, they are not big enough. 
that is so important because one of the biggest things that I see when it comes to identifying a target is it's not big enough. It doesn't scare you enough and you need to have a huge target there and you need to, if you don't have that target, you don't know what you're aiming at. And if you don't know what you're aiming at, you're going to miss it every single time. So we actually made our debt-free target date the password every single time we logged into anything to watch FPU or to access their online content. Whether Some people post it on the refrigerator, some people post it on their walls, but that is such an important part to this is identifying that target. And in fact, if you don't do that, you don't have to listen to the rest of this because it's not going to matter. You're just going to be going through the motions. Maybe you'll have an intense month and then maybe you'll press off or get let off the gas a little bit. So identify that target and make sure that it is big. And here's the other thing too. If you are in a spot where, and we'll just use debt for an example. You may want to build wealth and this will still apply, but you should debt for an example here. Say you have a massive amount of college loan debt. When you look at that, you feel overwhelmed. You feel like, these may apply to Ryan, but they don't apply to me because that 60 whatever number is way smaller than what I have. You are not the exception. Setting a target and breaking down when you will pay that off will make that massive amount feel so much more manageable to you. It'll make you feel like that light at the end of the tunnel isn't an oncoming train. It's legitimately you being debt free. I'm so passionate about this first part. Got to identify a target and honestly make that target and then just narrow it down even more because we're naturally probably going to pick a target that is going to be in our comfort zone and we have to get out of our comfort zone. You have to feel that discomfort when that target is declared. And if you're single, make sure that you have an accountability partner. If you're married, then you're all set. You two can hold each other accountable. But if you're single, have that accountability partner and declare it to them. You're much more likely to hit that goal. So that was number one there is making sure you have that target. And then we got intense. We were committed to not taking on any more debt. Also another very important step. You cannot get out of debt if you're taking on more debt with credit cards or whatever it is. So that was very important to us. And then here was the big part. We budgeted every single month and updated it. We were taking inventory of what we were spending. It's no different than any other area of your life. If you don't measure it, you can't manage it. So we started doing this on paper with our financial peace book, which was hilarious looking back at it. We were using a pencil and then we would update it. So we'd actually write in there what we spent. And then they got the every dollar budget, which we use now. And that's all electronically done. These were brutal in the beginning. I'm sure if I had Ashley here, she would love to have an entire episode about how brutal these meetings, we weren't used to these budget meetings. We didn't do it. Now we, we weren't like spending like crazy. We knew we in our head, right? And everyone goes, I got it right up here. It's right here in my head. But when you put it on paper, you realize that what you have in your head is not even close or there's a big discrepancy between when you put it on paper and it becomes uncomfortable. But discomfort is the price you pay for a meaningful life. Everything you want is just outside your comfort zone. And by budgeting every month, you will get outside your comfort zone. I always like to say discipline is the bridge between your goals and accomplishments. And for all of you who are in denial right now or don't want to be intentional with your finances, listen to this. Denial is the ultimate comfort zone. Until you put your financial picture on paper, until you own it, until you identify that target, you will never experience the wealth that you're potential of. So we gave every single dollar an assignment. We paid attention. And if you say yes to something, you have to say no to something else. That's the premise of a budget. It's a rule of life. 
that sets our boundaries. One half of knowing what you want is knowing what you must give up to get it. So we learned to say no, which is very tough in your 20s when you have a good income, you live in an awesome city, there's so much stuff to do, and everyone is going out. And we still found a way to do that, we just did it. We chose different strategies and paths to be able to accomplish all those things. And the budget made our decision-making process so much easier. And here's what's important when it comes to the budget and everything in life is the best way to change long-term behavior is through short-term feedback. And that budget was our short-term feedback. And that brings us to the next step here is we trusted the process. There were no shortcuts. And that's going to be your first temptation when you get on a plan, especially if you use Dave's plan, is you're going to try to, as he says, make it Dave-ish. So try to use your own shortcuts and things like that. We submitted to the process. And when we try to accomplish everything, we end up accomplishing nothing. And that's the whole premise of Dave's plan is to focus on one step at a time. And here's the other part. You're not always going to be on top of your game. We fell off, but we got back on. Success is moving from failure to failure without giving up. And that's why I said earlier, if you're single and you're going through this process, find an accountability partner, somebody that's gonna have you get back up on that uh, budget if for some reason you fall off track. And here's the big part to this too, consistency with debt payments, consistency with budgeting. We were willing to endure the monotony of success. I've said that before, most people won't be successful because they're unwilling to endure the monotony of success. Making a budget is not the most exciting thing in the world. We're gonna be making our September one coming up here. There's never a time when we're like, hey, we can't wait to make our upcoming month's budget. It's not the most exciting thing in the world, but it has to be done. And that's that dealing with the monotony of success and being consistent. It's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives. It's what we do consistently. So we consistently made our debt payments, consistently followed the process, consistently made that budget. And to this day, we do it. And it's just so much quicker and so much easier than that. Very going back to when we first started. But consistency is key. And then we made massive debt payments and used a large chunk of our savings and bonuses that came in, bonuses that went right back out to debt during that time. Now it's temporary, it's not forever. That's the thing you have to remember here. But the number one thing that I see whenever I coach someone on financials is like, yeah, I think I can make uh, a payment of $1,000 and they may be making, I don't know, just throw out a number of 6,000 a month. And you ask the question of, is that enough? Could you make it a $2,000 payment? And these are just general numbers, they're really irrelevant at this point, but you get the point behind it is, just like those goals have to make you uncomfortable, those payments have to make you super uncomfortable. That first payment we made from our savings, it was it hurt. It hurt calling them up. It hurt sending that in and just looking at your savings at one point and then seeing most of it gone the next point. And for me, who as you go back to the meaning of money, I love certainty and that was tough, but it was necessary. And the best part is you start to see that balance go down on the debt. When you get a bonus, you work your butt off all year. You get a bonus that comes through for your company and you just get that and it's like a handoff in football, right? You get it from the company and you hand that right off to the bank or you hand that right off to Sally Mae. Not fun at all, but guess what? Now all the bonuses that come in come to us. Now all the savings that we have are ours because it's not going out to anybody else. So it's short term, it's difficult, but that's what we did. We got uncomfortable when we made those payments. I remember that first one, Ashley and I both looked at each other and we're like, this is brutal. I mean, there's nothing fun about it, but we knew, we had our why, we knew exactly what we wanted to do. So we made massive debt payments, massive. And that's what helped us turn this journey into nine months. I mean, that's a lot of debt to pay off in just nine months. And it reminds me of 
Tony Robbins, he always says when people come to him to make a change, he doesn't say, well, you know, it's going to take you some time. It may take a year. It may take five years. His first question is, well, how soon do you want to change? Right? Well, how soon do you want to pay off your debt? That's your choice. Yeah, it's dictated by your income, but you can also get your income up during that time. And you know what's really weird about this? And I'll, I'll leave you on this final story here. When you start paying attention to your finances, things happen in your favor. And things stop breaking down on you or you the, the things that in the past, the flat tire, whatever it is that has come up, because you get control of that, it just doesn't happen as much. And when that does happen, you're prepared to handle it. But your income goes up. We experienced income increases during this process. And I want to leave you on one final story there. But the way that I look at it is what we're managing here isn't ours. It's God's resources and we're just trying to manage it well. And it's almost like the more you show that you can manage it, the more trust God gives you and the more income and money that he gives you to manage because he knows that it's going to be managed well, that you're going to give it to other people, that you're going to make this world better. And the final story I'll leave you with here is on our last payment. And for some reason, the bank we were using for our car loan at the time, we paid off Rocky the Jeep. They wouldn't accept the last payment through the online. So I had to write out a check. And then the check had to actually had to be like $2 more because by the time it got mailed to them, there was some interest. Just crazy. And I'm thinking, do you all just not want us to get out of debt? Are you making it that difficult on purpose? So I walked this down to the post office. We lived in a downtown area at the time. And I got to the post office, put it in the mail, decent sized payment to just get everything out of our life. We're like, that's it. We are debt free. It is September. We started in January and we're done. And I got back to my uh, apartment and was doing some work and I got an IM from my manager. He said, hey, Ryan, do you have a second? Gave him a call and he said, hey, we're looking at uh, salaries within our company. There was this big research done and we want to make sure that we're up to par with the industry, all that HR stuff. And he said, so as a result, you're actually getting a raise. I know it's midterm. You haven't gone through your review. It's just an odd scenario. This happens once. He said it never happened during his career, but it does happen occasionally with organizations. So I said, well, that's awesome. What is it? Guys, I kid you not. I won't share it on here, but it was to the hundreds of dollars of that payment. I just walked over and dropped in the mailbox for our final debt payment. And it was one of those moments where after I hung up the phone with him, I literally just smiled. And I was like, that's why you take care of what God gives you. That's why you manage things well. And it was an amazing moment to cap off this entire journey. So if you are looking to change your financial future, this is what we did. This is what Dave showed us how to do. And it worked. We need to remember that our thoughts become our words, our words become our beliefs, our beliefs become our actions, our actions become our habits, and our habits become our realities. So make your financial goals a reality starting today. And if there's anybody out there that you know that you feel could use this message, please share this, send this episode to them. I'm very passionate about this. I genuinely believe in it because it has worked for us. Please share this with them. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please drop us a review, five star. That'll allow us to keep moving up the charts, make a positive impact, and help everybody live a life of achievement and a life of fulfillment. Raise the bar for your day today. 